Hey friends, let me jump in here real quick to remind you of our sponsor, 25 Transportation and Solutions. That's 25 Transportation and Solutions. They give you quality transportation, delivery services that you can depend on, getting your freight to and from its destination safe and secure. Contact them at info at 25.org. That's I-N-F-O at T-W-E-N-T-Y, the number five, ive.org or you can call them at 240-479-6376 see you out on the road now let's get back to our episode of the truth and coffee time podcast Hey friends, welcome to the Truth and Coffee Time podcast with Diverse Love. I am Denise. And I'm Brian. Get your coffee or whatever your cup of joy is and settle in for some bold conversations, some random topics, a few cuss words, and a whole lot of us. Brian, let's go. I've been for any idea. <laughs> yep. All right, Miss Natalie, Miss Natalie, thank you so much for jumping on here with us at the Truth and Coffee Time podcast. I am Denise and my sidekick, Mr. B, is not with me. He's on Grand Joy Duty and he's also doing a little bit of sidekick shit. So, you know, he's my ultimate sidekick and um, my my true crime partner here, my true crime partner in this podcast world. And he wanted me to give you his love. But thank you so very much for agreeing to um, do this interview with us. You were highly recommended um, by Elsie and Aaron from the Interracial Perspective um, podcast, whom I have just completely fell in love with. Um, They helped us um, launch our podcast through, you know, giving us advice and and just, um, you know, um, critiquing our podcast for us. And you know, giving us advice on platforms and mics and everything. And they never, they didn't even know us. We've never met a day in our life, you know? So um, I trust them with, with my whole podcast, you know, community here. So when they recommended you, it was a no brainer. So thank you so much. I I appreciate you coming on the show. I am grateful to be here. I was so surprised when you asked and humbled and I really do appreciate it. And I love Elsie and Aaron. They are just wonderful people mm-hmm. and I can totally see them helping you. They've supported me in so many ways and I, I love to give them the support back as well as you. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they're very supportive and they're so funny because um, I love that they're straight to the point. They say what they mean and they mean what they say and they just love you all the way through it. So um, yeah, I totally agree with you, totally. So Miss Natalie, so everyone, I wanna make sure that I'm saying your last name right, Natalie Pecora. 
That's right, Pacora. Oh, look at that. Look at that first thing. <laughs> so, Miss Natalie, um, again, thank you. Everyone, Miss Natalie is from New York. She was born and raised. Um, of course, you'll hear her accent. Um, I've heard it and I love it. I actually have only been able to visit New York a few times and it was because of my job. But it's one of those cities that you either love or you hate it. And I love it. I love it. I love it. I don't know if I could live there because I'm such a country Southern girl and I need that Southern type, um, you know, rural area for me. But I would visit it any day. And, you know, right now we could just jump on the train, Natalie, and, and get there, you know, by train in a couple hours. So I love it. I love it. I love it. I love that. I'd love to meet up with you. That would be wonderful. I'm I'm oh, close to the city. I do have a, a thick Long Island accent. My mm -hmm. dad's from the Bronx. My mother's from was from Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. So it's a little thick. Um <laughs> Uh, but I now actually live in the Hudson Valley of mm -hmm. New York and everybody on Long Island and Manhattan, the city, they, they think anything above is like upstate, but to me, upstate is more like Syracuse, you know, right, Buffalo. Right. I'm really only about an hour and a half from the city. So, and it's considered the Hudson Valley. Well, you know what that, you know, we need to take, do a rain check on that and be very intentional and and do meet up in the city and have lunch. I think that would be so great, you know, to meet up with it. you and some other because there are some other podcasters up there um, in New York in in that area. And I just think it would be great if we all got together and just broke bread and just you know fellowship with each other. So I hope that that we can get that happening sometime soon. I'm committing now. I've, I've made my commitment. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. And we'll bring my sidekick too. Great. <laughs> so Ms. Natalie, I know you have a degree in interior design. Um, you're actually a set designer for Off-Broadway and other local um, theaters. You started your entrepreneurship with your custom jewelry and graphic design during the pandemic, which a lot of us did. A lot yeah. of, of beautiful businesses and Vision. Yes, so and podcast came from it. From yes. a negative experience, a lot of creativity came. A lot of birthing came out of tragedy. You know, yeah. what I mean? my I, I coined my first children's book with my friend and co-author um, Kim C. Lee. We did our um, my my first. It was her second children's book or third children's book, and my first. During the pandemic, the podcast I, was birthed during the pandemic. I started my blogging during the pandemic. I started my retail store during, like all of that stuff was birthed during the uh, the pandemic. You know, triumph out of tragedy is just really crazy. Yeah, and you know, it, it was a, a very trying time, mm -hmm, but you mm -hmm. finally had a second to breathe. Yeah, you know, and and just slow things down a little bit, and and get to the things if you were lucky enough, you know, to the things yeah. that you wanted to do, and and you you took advantage of just not taking advantage, but you were grateful for that time. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. And I think you said something even even more key, Natalie. You said we took a second to breathe. Now, how crazy is it that it took a worldwide pandemic for us to sit our ass down yeah. somewhere 
and just breathe and reevaluate and look at the importance of our family and friends that are around us. Because in my family, we lost uncles, aunts, cousins. My husband lost his mm-hmm. grandmother, no, another, so uh, another aunt. We lost all these people that, you know, around us. And yeah. we, and we were very lucky to come through the the heart of COVID when the vaccine wasn't available right. without getting COVID. And we were able to make it to get in our vaccine, you know, both shots. And yes. then um, this past December, um, my Mr. B, he caught COVID with the whole family. Caught oh, it. my goodness. But he ended up in critical condition in ICU. And it was very touch and go there for a while. You know, wow. So, so it's just crazy. It's crazy. That, that had to be very, very diff a very difficult mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. when it I, touches you that close. Mm-hmm. He um I, I tell you, um, we talk about it now, and neither one of us can actually really talk about it thoroughly without still crying because it feels yeah. so, you know, this December here. Um, would be a year. He came home the day he came home from the hospital the day before Christmas Eve, you know, and just to know that we were going through that and not knowing what was going to happen on the other end. It was just crazy. It was, I mean, it's a year ago and you've overcome, I'm sure so much in that year, but at the same time, Mm -hmm. that's not a long time to get past it, Mm -hmm. you know? And then it, it just, does a lot to your mind and you really, it does a lot to your mind and it changes a person. It changes every person. We have, um, we have this, this, this beautiful greenery arrangement that his job, um, sent to him while he was, um, in, in the hospital. And it was like, it was a little bit around now. It's like huge. Cause I've been, you know, taking care of it and something as simple as that greenery today, as of today, we looked at that green and was like, oh my gosh, look how beautiful, you know, it has grown and pieces are, you know, we've been able to replant pieces from it and it's grown. Oh, wow. But in the midst of us saying that, my husband got emotional and started crying. And he says, every time I look at this greenery, it reminds me of where I was when I received it, you know? Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Not, yeah. never, that didn't even dawn my mind, you know? It's a challenge. It's a, it's a beautiful challenge, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So tell us something, Miss Natalie. I always ask this question and I actually got this question. Well, a couple questions in here. I actually uh, coined from um, Elsie and Aaron, cause I just loved it how he, they start the platform off. So I, you know, I didn't steal it from them. I graciously utilize it you know, from You're inspired. <laughs> they, they are our inspiration for me. Absolutely. So tell us something very interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Um, well, I originally went to Penn state to be a music teacher uh-huh. and I studied clarinet and I still play. I've been playing clarinet for 35 years. Mm. And, um, I just, when I was there, realized that it was more of just a hobby for me. And that's when I switched over to uh, New York School of Interior Design in the city. And I got my degree in interior design, which led me into set design. Right. And um, 
the name of my company that I started during the pandemic is called NJP Productions. Mm -hmm. And I started out just making jewelry. Yeah. But I called it NJP Productions. NJP is after me. But the productions part is because I have a a theater background. Mm -hmm. And I knew that um, I would start with jewelry, but I eventually wanted it to be a production of everything I I make with my hands. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I know because when I first was introduced to you on the, on, on Elsa and Aaron's podcast, that's what I was introduced to is that you were a custom jewelry maker. And so when I I kept looking into it and looking into it and I said, NJ production, NJ. And then when you sent me your bio and said you were a set designer for off-Broadway shows and I go, well, that makes sense now because I was looking at your graphic designs and you know, all the designs I've been watching. And at first I was just kind of, I had pigeonholed you into jewelry but the production part just kept my like it kept spinning like it has to be more it has to be more. So tell me a little bit about the um, the off Broadway experience and in some of the the plays that you've designed for. Well, it's it's an interesting process. You um, you start by getting a script from mm-hmm. the writer, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. and you know they ask you if you are interested in in designing the set. So you mm-hmm. read the script and you. You meet with the writer, you meet with the producers Mm -hmm. and the director, and you go over budget, and usually they want more out of you. You're like, yeah, than the budget. This is the budget. We need to, you know, sit down. And I come up with um, four plans, and I, I work with computer 3D programs, and I do mostly drawing as well. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I, I design the set yeah. and then we go through what they want to keep, take away. And then I build it. Mm-hmm. And once I build it, um, I have to put it onto a truck and drive it into the city for the show. And then I set everything up and I also do props and I, I make a lot of the props as well. You know, if they, if they need food, you know, you can't always have real food because it, it goes bad. Mm-hmm. So I'll make cakes, I'll make carrots, I'll make whatever the food is. And I, I make it with uh, whatever materials, Model Magic, Play-Doh, uh, Plaster of Paris. So I just always like working with my hands. This is amazing. That, that's, that's amazing. So you, you build this out, Blueprint, and then yeah. you actually physically build it. Yeah, from start to scratch, and I, I paint everything, and and everything's always a budget. So if it requires a marble column, mm-hmm. you know I can't get marble, so I have to faux finish. It's called to make it look right. like marble mm-hmm. and, and stone, and so yeah. Wow, it's crazy, right? it it that is super. Now, how long have you been doing that part of it, the set design part? I would say I've been doing set design for probably 10 years before that I was doing um, interior design mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't really enjoy the interior design work in one-on-one with clients. Mm-hmm. Um, was it, was it the working one-on-one or the interior design concept itself? It was the one-on-one <laughs> and at the end of the day, uh, you know, they kind of nickel and dime you mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I was like, ah. Oh. I can't. Yeah. So, and I just, I've always loved theater, you know, and, um, I just, I just kept with it. But what, what happened was (laughs) 
during the pandemic, there was no more theater. Right, right. So your girl had to yeah. come up with some other creative situation. So Along I, with a whole lot of us. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started just for no reason making jewelry because I've always loved jewelry. I've mm-hmm. since I'm little, I would give, you know, ask for jewelry beads for Christmas and I would right. give them gifts. And then at one point I had like 20 beautiful pieces, 20 or so like necklaces, earrings. I'm like, what mm-hmm. am I going to do with this? And then I said, well, maybe I should photograph them and mm-hmm. start an Instagram page and let me see what a business Instagram page is. And, and that's how I started. Wow. Wow. I love it. I love it. So, so let, let me just backtrack just a little bit for your set design piece. Before we go into um, jewelry for set design, what was your favorite set to design for so far? Um, I did an off-Broadway show called, um, oh gosh, it was so long ago. It was called At Home. Mm-hmm. I believe it was called At Home. And it, it took place uh, in the 1950s in a, in a walk-up uh, building in the projects of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had to create a kitchen. So it was super fun going to different flea markets and trying to find mugs that were from authentic from the yes. 1950s. I had purchased a, a stove from the 50s, a refrigerator from the 50s, and then I had painted the walls in the kitchen to look like um, wallpaper that was from the 50s. You know, so that that was something. Uh, it was called a place to come home. I'm so mm-hmm. sorry about the mm-hmm. title, a place mm-hmm. to come home, mm-hmm. and I I really enjoyed uh, work because it was such a theme, and I'm I'm yeah. theatrical, you yeah. know, and I love that I got to keep it like a theme from the right. 50s. Right. I love so, that. I love that. Yeah. So, so taking that, taking that creative part that, that you're tapping into constantly. Now you're, you're, you're going into the pandemic and you're starting to make your, your jewelry. So tell me more about that background of you making jewelry and how your visionary, uh, your visioning, your, your pieces coming together. Talk to me a little bit about that. So I, at heart, no matter what the degree is, mm-hmm. I just am an artist and I love to draw and I've always painted and I've always drawn and I just love it. Yeah. But it's very hard to sell your paintings and it's very hard to sell your artwork. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let me see what I can do with the jewelry. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. whenever I create a piece of jewelry, I always draw it. With yeah. Pencil paper and I, I draw the piece. I, and then I get my colored pencils to color them in to see what the colors are going to be. And, and that's my first process. So it's, it's always has, it always comes down to art. What's on paper first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you, you said that it's so hard to sell your painting. That is, um, I, I know a few people who are canvas artists and they tell me all the time that it's such a struggle they go to vending they go to shows and people literally want you to give those for free yeah 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 Yeah, I know and that's why I got and I I, I've been there I've had art shows I've been there and that's why I do prints now too because they're more affordable Mm -hmm. and they sell more Mm -hmm. so that's you know that's that's the the way I'm going I mean I'm not 
uh, this well-known artist that I can sell a canvas for thousands and millions of right. dollars. You know, right. I have to be realistic with mm-hmm. where I am mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and know you got to know your audience. You have to know your audience, have to know your audience. So now what type of teenager were you, Natalie? Did you know you were always artistic and you, you, did you know that, that, that part of you was there and no matter what you kind of wanted to do, you, you was going to go to that artistic journey? I did. I mean, I am the exact same person now. I have a lot more grays though. A lot more grays. <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> and, uh, but as a kid, like you really don't change. You're really the same person. I mean, I've yeah. grown and tried to become a better person, but yeah. my personality is the same. I still make cards. I still make people gifts. Like I'm five years old. Yeah. It's better quality now. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I've always been into arts. I've I've always been a little bit in La La Land, which is why I've loved theater. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw um, my first Broadway show when I was probably 11 or 12 years old. And it changed my life. And I, from that moment, I had said, I want to be in theater. But I knew I wasn't a singer or a dancer, you but know? You, you want to be a part of the process. Yeah. And I, I do, I'm, I'm very, um, I'm very much an extrovert and I, I can't, I'm, I'm a people person, but I do like being in the background with theater. I just want to be in the background. I want to paint. I want to build. That's it. Wow. You know, um, artists, the reality with artists, like my son, he is, um, he is an RB artist. He's the one who like engineers our podcast. He's the, um, Right. He's the voice behind our original music. He wrote the music, produced it, recorded it, you know, but I can honestly say that that artistic being an artist and artistic uh, value that he has right there. You guys are totally different than us who are conservative and focused and just trying to, to do the day to day grind. You are you as an artist, because he is the same way. You can't confine you. You have to be where they're is some type of artistic um, environment around you, you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely appreciate that. So as a child, you know, you wanted to, you were artistic, you knew you liked to draw. Now, did you ever get teased or how did other kids receive you um, knowing that you were a little bit different, you know, than the other kids? Um, I know it's it's a funny story. I, I never had a problem. I was always bubbly and friendly and open. And, uh, I really never had any instances except for one, except for one. <laughs> do tell, do tell. Did I get suspended? Maybe. Was there a fight? Maybe. Kind, allegedly. Kind of, allegedly. Uh, rumor has it. Um, but she did talk about my mother. You know what I mean? She said a couple of things. And it when I did, I was bullied for, it's so funny. I was definitely bullied for one full year of mm-hmm. seventh grade. Mm-hmm. But like I mentioned already, I was in La La Land. Yeah. And I, I honestly wasn't really affected by it. I told my teachers and I was just like, you know, check. Say these things, and I don't want to fight. I don't think I'm being bullied. I think I am. You know, textbook, but I don't. It's fine. 
And then it went to the end of the year. I mean, it happened. She would stick up her middle finger at me in the hallway. She would kick my chair and, you know, stupid things. And I was still like, eh, I'm not afraid. I don't need to, you know, I didn't get involved with it. And I, I didn't think, And but let me tell you something. By that, like, eighth month, she said that one thing about my mother. And I was like, okay. We're done. It's, okay, We're it's done. over. We're done. Yeah, and it, it happened, but you know, my my punches were scrawny. You know, they were just like, come on. I was, I mean, I'm tiny now. It was half the size in seventh grade, so it really okay, wasn't much. But she knew. She knew you wasn't afraid. Now, yeah. have you? Um, I, I asked this question because um, I was bullied, uh, and I've seen my bullies on on social media, on Facebook, and, you know, and um, I've even had a friend of mine say to me, be, the, a, a friend of mine who didn't know the extensiveness of me being bullied by this other person, wow. I've had a friend of mine say, hey, did you, uh, you know, so-and-so tried to get in, uh, tried to send you a Facebook request, and they said you, they haven't heard from you, and I said, well, I'm not going to you know, I, I'm still the victim. I still feel like the victim, you know, and just because that they've moved on and they're doing what they, they're doing. I don't, I don't, um, drown myself in it. I have forgiven, but I haven't forgotten it, you know? And my friend said, Oh, that was so long ago. And to me, that was a classic line of someone who's never been bullied. So yeah. you don't you don't understand the scars of that. So have you have you seen that person on social media or <laughs> I have. I have and um there's been no contact. Mm-hmm. I rem- I mean this happened when I was in 7th grade and I and I realized that by my senior year of high school mm-hmm. I saw that she had some problems at home. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, uh well aware of that. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, I remember wishing her well, Yeah, yeah. you know, and you know, it, I, I don't promote fighting at all, Absolutely. but, uh, you know, I was like 11 or 12. We were both toothpicks. So it really wasn't much of a fight, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, I did strike her out in softball and I don't think she appreciated that. <laughs> so oh, I tell you, I wish her well. I, I don't need to reconnect, yeah. but I, I, I wish her well. I feel the same way. And I think that's what I was telling a friend of mine. I was like, I, I wish no ill will on her whatsoever. I wish her, I hope she's winning at whatever she is, yeah. you know, her journey is, but I don't need to be a part right. of it. You know, I don't need mm-hmm. to, to connect with her. So I, I totally, totally, totally agree. So you walked us through how NJ Productions came to be. Where do you want to see it, though? Where do you want to see NJ, uh, NJP Productions take you in the future? So, do you remember? I'm gonna. I'm dating myself. Do you remember? You're gonna probably date me too. So come on, <laughs> because my my grand joys already tell me that when I talk about Facebook, that's the old people. That's the old people platform. Social media. How platform. dare she? <laughs> the nerve. <laughs> Um, so do you remember stationaries, stationary yes. stores where you would have to go and get oak tag? <laughs> of course. So I remember being little and saying, I want to own a stationary store. I loved paper. I loved the bubble gum at the front of the, de- mm-hmm. at the counter. I loved the cards. I loved 
everything about it. And I'm like, I want to have a stationary. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I want to do with NJP Productions. And I'm slowly doing it. I started with the jewelry. Mm-hmm. And then I just slowly snuck in my prints. Now yeah. I'm getting uh, big into my stickers. Because mm-hmm. I, I have a machine now that I can make my own stickers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and just... I also refinish furniture and at some point I'd like to get that onto my website Mm. and I just want it to be just all the stuff that I love to make. It might not even make sense as a whole thing, but it makes perfect sense. Do you know that that is a a multi-million dollar business on Etsy? Stationary, Stationary planners. Wow. Stickers. If you ever get a moment, just go to Etsy and and look up, put up, put in the search stationary planners. I will. And there is a, an entire community on Etsy that does that. And there is a target audience for you, Natalie. I'm assuming it's a, probably a lot of teachers, right? Well, I'm not really sure um, as far as the what the community is made of, but yeah. I do know that there's a huge community out there and the stationary like like I have an ebook out now and just congratulations like, by the thank way thank you thank you so much the, just like my ebook the stationary is they're digital so you can download them into like your iPad and and in my iPad you have that app called good notes oh wow okay yeah and so you can download it and, and the stationary comes right into it and you can write on it from your iPad. So that's amazing. So when you're saying that there isn't a target audience for you, I'm telling you that is a multi-million dollar industry out there. And I just, I wish you well in it because I'm telling you, you're tapping into something that is really huge right now in that world because uh, us, us, we, like you said, you're dating us. I journaled a lot. And I loved a beautiful, you know, printed journal with the matching stationery and the matching (laughs) little pad and the pen. Yep. I loved it. And me too. So there's a new audience for that now. It's just in digital form. You're right. I can't wait to hear more about it. I sometimes I have to remind myself. Because like I said, my first love is drawing, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I do love making the jewelry, but I, I do have to encourage myself to do more jewelry because I, I do lean more towards the, the art part of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm learning that I do have a deeper love for jewelry now more than I, I've ever thought I did. My wow. my mother, again, I'm going to yeah. date myself. Do you remember <laughs> JC Penney's? Yes. Yes, of course. Okay. Okay. So when we were younger and we went shopping, my mother would spend so much time at the jewelry counter at JCPenney's. And I was like, oh, I just want to see the toys. Mm-hmm. And my mother um, would spend time at the makeup counter. Oh, that's too funny. Really? That's the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And my, and my nanny, my, my grandmother, my mother's mother loved jewelry as well. And my mom, while she was here, used to always wear uh, her mother's jewelry. 
And I always thought that was very nice. You know, I think that's lovely, you know. And then when she used to wear her fancy jewelry for, I still remember the occasions, what she wore them for and what it meant to her. Mm -hmm. And now that, and I just took it for granted. Like, oh, I like jewelry, you know. But now that my mom has passed, I find myself wearing every day. There's three pieces that I wear of hers every day. Yeah. That. I wear because she wore every day and it's, it's not, it, it's not just about the shininess of it. It's, it's the memory. Mm-hmm. I remember when she wore it. I remember what she, the outfit that she wore with yeah. it, the, the party that she went to and the stories from it. And, um, and that's, that's what makes me want to keep doing the jewelry part of it as well. And jewelry tell a story because it's it does. good jewelry. You can pass it down. Like, when me, me and my husband, we've been uh, married over 33 years. Wow. And 33 years ago, his mother gave me her her wedding ring. And her wedding ring was given to her by her mother. And there was a story about it. And, you know, mm-hmm. pieces of jewelry, they just have story. If they could, if a jury could open up and tell you all the lives they have touched in some form yeah. of fashion, you know, it would be amazing because there is a story behind, you know, pieces of jewelry, especially jewelry that's being handed down from, you know, ancestor to ancestor to ancestor. So I totally mm-hmm. agree. Totally. Yeah, 100%. Totally. And I, and I, I love the idea of it being handmade too. Mm-hmm. I just, I love making everything by hand and um, even down to, to, you know, the packaging and right putting the stickers and whatever colorful things on the outside of the packaging. And I know you bought it for yourself, but when you receive it in the mail, you see it. It's like this gift, you know, and life is tough. Life is tough. And if you can just get something that makes you smile a little bit on a Tuesday, then, then it's a good day. Tell the truth. Now Mm -hmm. in this, in, in, in your, your entrepreneur journey, what challenges have you faced and, and what have you learned most out of those challenges? It's a good question. Um, I would say the most difficult part of running this business is the business end of it. <laughs> can agree yes. with that. Okay. Because I can produce, I can make things, I can create a lot of fun things, but I also have to photograph everything, mm-hmm. upload it to all of the, my website. I had to create my own website. Thank goodness. My husband is good with computers. Cause he's like my go-to it. It, the marketing of it is very difficult. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have a day job. So a, a very that, extensive day job at that. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So <clears throat> when I still have to be active on, Instagram and Facebook and then my update my my website and and promote it and I also have to see what other people that are doing the similar things to me mm-hmm. what they're charging what they're delivering delivering yeah. and putting out and I have to make you know be com- comparable with them you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. and and plus I I really want my things to be attainable yeah and affordable yeah and it's it's hard because the prices of supplies and everything has gone up in the past year. Oh yeah, because of the pandemic, supplies and logistics has been crazy. Yeah, crazy. yeah, I totally agree. 
So I constantly have to see what other people are doing as well. Not to com- I'm not doing it to compare and be like, oh, oh I know what God. you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. I have to be able to deliver mm-hmm. and give people mm-hmm. a fair price mm-hmm. and and uh, and for something that's good, you know? Right. Absolutely. But I I have to be honest with you. I'm not saying I have many followers, but mm-hmm. the followers that I have, mm-hmm. some of them have become friends and oh, I'm very yeah. And it's an amazing community. It mm-hmm. really is. Mm-hmm. And they're very supportive. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I just get in a rut and I don't really know what to create or what I should make, I just put it on my story. Hey, guys, what have you been into lately? Right. What are you feeling? Is there you have any suggestions that you'd like to see? Because I'm ultimately making these things for them. For to them. Buy, That's right. right. That's right. Absolutely. I mean, I, I create it with my intentions because mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I like it, but mm-hmm. other people have to too. And, and I get a lot of positive feedback. Yeah. And then and I go and I create the things that they'd like to see mm-hmm. with my spin on it. Right. Right. So it's, it's been a nice yin yang. I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, how has it been getting support from family and friends? You know, how because, you know, I, I know that sometimes it's difficult um, for family and friends, not that they don't support you, but to us, we feel like because they see our struggle, they may we, we feel like they sh- should support more. How have you felt in that in that environment? I understand what you're saying. Um, my family and friends are supportive. Mm-hmm. They're they're good people. They've purchased things. Mm-hmm. They've given me ideas. They've listened. Mm-hmm. And there is a constant support with that. But mm-hmm. I will say the people and I'm grateful for that. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But I am amazed by, like I was saying, by the new followers mm-hmm. on my Instagram. I, agree. I, mean, I agree. Denise, I'm amazed mm-hmm. that I don't know I these agree. people, okay? Mm-hmm. And how they keep in contact. Because I think friends and family, you kind of take for granted you're always going to mm-hmm. be there, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. But this is like a next level that, I mean... Like I said, I don't have a lot of followers and I have a good amount, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but I am so taken back by their support, repeat customers, yeah. them telling others about me. Yeah. And I always, I'm just very grateful. I'm very grateful. It's so, like I said, the friends and family support, it is there, but the people that I don't even know, it's mm-hmm. just another, it's it, the Instagram community. And I know that Instagram and stuff like that can be a, a negative situation. I, mm-hmm. I tried not to get involved in Me any too. of that. I, I really am not involved with that. And um, it's just been a positive effect, a positive thing in my life. I have to say, I'm, I'm grateful I for it. I feel the same way. Natalie, I feel the same way. Me, me and hubby, uh, Mr. B, we talk about the podcast community and how they've received us, how they've given us so much you know, advice, how they have not felt like there was competition, how they share our stuff and we share theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, they offer all kind of, you know, you know, um, you know, advice and tips and tricks and I've never met any of them. And it's just been so amazing to have a a wealth of people in this community to feel like, you know, if you're winning, we're all winning. If not, if you're winning, we can't win. So I have to agree. 
And it's, it's very interesting because I don't even have a podcast. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you. So whenever I do any creative process, whether I'm drawing or I'm doing making jewelry, I listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what's on in the background. Okay. And that's how I discovered you and Elsie and Aaron mm-hmm. and just they have your community. Yeah. It's not even my community. I'm not even a podcaster. Your community has of podcasters has been so supportive. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. It, it's unbelievable. It really is. I, I like to support my fellow like jewelers, like different jewelry Mm -hmm, and promote mm -hmm. them and stuff. Mm -hmm. And there are some that do that, but I'm going to be honest with you. It's, there's a competition. Yeah. You know, and they don't, it it doesn't always go the other way. Yeah. I don't care. I don't need them to, you know, promote me. I'm, if I like your stuff, I'm going to promote you. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, um, I get a lot of support from different podcasts, believe it or not. I love it. I love the community. So I could not agree with you more. I love the community. So I wanted to ask you um, a story. Uh, well, I wanted to ask you about your your teenage self or or even your childhood self. If you could go back, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years, you see where you are now. You see the things that you're doing now. Um I remember my my ebook um Give Yourself Grace Daily it was birthed out of a conversation that I had with myself some months ago about if I could talk to my younger me what would I tell her and it kept my spirit just kept going around and around in my head tell her to give herself grace tell her to not be so hard on herself she's not going to always get it right you know it's not going to always be easy and don't be so hard on yourself. Just do the best that you can to, to be the best that you can, you know? So if you could go back 20 years from now, if you could go back, what would you tell yourself? I think that's very nice to give yourself grace. Definitely. Um, And to acknowledge that. I think uh, patience. Oh, I think for me, yeah, it would be uh, patience. Yeah. Just sometimes I get a little ahead of, of myself. I'm a Gemini. And boy, Are am you? I a Gemini. Okay. <laughs> My son is a Gemini, the other artist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I do like to do five things at a time and not yep. always finish them. <laughs> and, 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 then, you may, and you may be five different people while you're doing those five different things. <laughs> I'm pretty sure during this podcast, I've been five different people. So when you replay it, you'll see. Yeah. Um, and the main thing for me is patience. Yeah. And I just to have a little bit more. And uh, uh, Don't we all and, need it? And whatever's meant to be will be. Yeah. You know, like sometimes I question some things, but you know, you don't always realize why it happened until sometimes years later. Yeah. Would you change anything, Natalie? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I like who I am. I really, I liked who I was then. I like who mm-hmm. I am now. I like myself because I know that, um, I, I constantly <laughs> have to grow. Yeah. And I like and that you, about and myself. you recognize that. But not, not that you constantly have to grow, but you allow yourself to grow. Yes. That is it. That's the key. You know, you allow, because some people know they have to grow, but they refuse to, to they refuse to accept change. 
they refuse it. We yeah. Have to allow ourselves to grow. And, and I want it to happen. Yeah. yeah. I want, I want to be better than what I was last week. Mm-hmm. And, and in that growth, you're going to fail. You're going to fall. You're going to make a- mistakes, but that's the part of growing, right? Yeah. You know? 100%. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I love it. Um, so I, I have another question for you. How do you come up with your visions for your your pieces and your graphic designs? And, you know, how do you come up with those visions to to be so artistic and, and bringing together those custom made pieces? So one way, like I had mentioned, I do put it out there and I ask people what they're interested in. Mm-hmm. But when it's more personal, you know, bringing the Gemini part of me, it depends <laughs> on the mood. And, you know, if I, it really does depend on the mood and it, it comes from my emotions of whatever that day is. It could yeah. be something so off the wall and silly and funny and sarcastic because that's how I was feeling. And I, I put that into the sticker, you know, right? right. I could be feeling that I, you know, I, I, I miss my mother. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm feeling a certain way. And I yeah. when I think of her, I think about pink. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna make a piece of jewelry. And I love working with gemstones because the meanings behind it mm-hmm. are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm now Reiki certified. Oh. So I, yeah, so I can give it a little a little more oomph from the yeah. sun and the moon, you know, and mm-hmm. from the heart. And uh, I just it's really with my emotions and I, I let my hand draw out my emotions. Mm -hmm. Like before I can talk, I really sometimes just have to write it out, draw it out, and then I can just get it out. I I, I met another, I met another custom jewelry maker uh, from a friend of mine who is also Ricky um, certified and she gets custom gems and custom jewelry from this young lady. I'm hopefully I'll have her on our podcast one day to soon too, but I get pieces from her. So when you say I'm also Ricky certified, that's people don't understand that you're not just a jewelry maker. Like you are putting in love and positivity and sunlight and all of these energies within that piece of jewelry uh, before it even goes out the door. So you're not giving them just a piece to wear. You're giving them energy to wear. And it's just so amazing. So So well put. It's exactly how I feel. And I really put everything into my pieces. And And I charge each piece before I mail them out. I put them, I have a crystal uh, dish and I put it in the moonlight the night before. And I have a whole ritual where I do a whole Reiki, Mm -hmm. you know, just of good, good wishes and uh, kind thoughts. And I I always, yeah, I just, I, I, I love the meaning. I mean, does it, does it work? I don't know. I, is it placebo? Mm -hmm. Maybe it is, but Whatever gets you through mm-hmm. the day, whatever you you believe in, and whatever helps you, if you have to, you know, wear that pink sweater because it that's makes right. you feel, that's then that's right. that's what's gonna, you know, whatever it is. That's right. I I say all the time when when people say, you know, um, when when people are depressed, uh, you know, or have PTSD. My husband, you know, was in the military for twenty years. I was also in the military, and he. Oh, thank you. He, Thank you for your service. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. But he suffers from PTSD and people are like, oh, you just got to do 
you know, step A, B, and C. And it's like, it's not that easy. Some days, <clears throat> some days just getting out of bed yep. is like your, your self-care. Or yep. some days I can get out of bed, but I need to wear a certain color to yes. give me that spark or that energy. So I totally, totally agree with you. That is such, such good info, such good info. So for for other people who may want to get into this industry, whether it be stickers or graphic design or custom jewelry, what um, recommendations would you give them to, to step into this type of industry as an entrepreneur? Well, I if it's something that you really want, I would say follow what comes the best, easiest to you. Mm -hmm. You know, just like for me, the art came easy. Yeah. And that's that's what I love to do. Yeah. So follow your heart. Uh, you have to be a good listener, mm. you know, and it, listening <clears throat> to because you can't just put out only what you want. Mm -hmm. You know, you, there's other people out there. You're lucky if they they love what just comes from you. But right. for me, this right. is about others. This, this isn't this business isn't just for me. It's about me sharing it with others. Mm -hmm. So I want to listen and I want to deliver mm -hmm. on on that. And really, you have to do your homework. And this is the part I don't love. And that's getting back to the whole business marketing yeah. of yeah. it. But you have to do your homework and you have to keep up with that. I, I need to do better with that, you yeah. know. I'm, and I'm it, horrible at marketing. I'm just, I'm horrible at it. You know, I, I love to put it all together. And I I love like, I love my books. I, I love designing my, my merchandise. And, but then I, now I got to do the business part of it and I got to market it and I'll do a good two or three things on, on Instagram this week to market it. And then I won't do it anymore for weeks. It's just so I hear bad. You. I know it's tough. Well, it's, it's very hard when, you know, you have a full-time job and a full-time family mm -hmm. and, you know, these are just side things that are passions of ours Yeah. and you want to get it out there. And I wish I had the time to put more out, but what I put out, I put out with intention and I, I put out with kindness, intention and for the best. And if it's received how lucky am I? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, do you, do you have a business coach or a mentor that, that you can talk to to help you with your entrepreneur? Um, other than the six other people of Gemini, <laughs> the, the, um, others, the other six Gemini's other than that, um, <laughs> honestly, my go-to is my husband. Yeah, he too. is because he is more business savvy and uh, way better with computers than yeah. I am. Yeah. And he's very good at fixing things. <laughs> so that I tend to kind of mess up a little bit. He just, he knows me so well. And I, I run a lot of my ideas by him, you yeah. know, because I also do, I make men's jewelry as well. And I don't want my audience to just be one specific group. I, I want right. it for other people and he thinks so differently from me. Mm -hmm. So I, I'd like to get his perspectives mm -hmm. on things. And I would say he's he's definitely my go-to. My mother was too because of yeah. how much she loved jewelry. And uh I would say, you think this gem is good? So now I just talk to her in my head. Hey. <laughs> but hey. really make room for her. 
Yeah, of course. But really, it depends on what I'm working on. Because I might just text a friend and say mm-hmm. that I know would is knows this topic, you right. know, and right. Maybe, I'm, I'm about to make this. Do you think this is a good name for it? What do you think? How? So I, I have a lot of go tos, you know. Yeah. But my main one would probably be my husband. He's been very supportive and understanding, <clears throat> and he just knows where I'm coming from. Now, is he from New York as well? He is not. He yeah. is from Missouri. So our accents are very, it's almost like we're bilingual, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because especially when I'm with my family, like this gets thick, you know, <laughs> and, uh, but he's been in, he's been in New York for over 20 years. Right. So he, you know, by association. <laughs> So does he have a Southern, uh, more of a Southern draw because of Missouri? It's, you know, there's a few words here and there, but he's he's picked up the New York (laughs) accent. It's not as thick. I mean, he speaks proper, (laughs) as I would say, proper. So, but he never corrects me, which is very sweet of him. (laughs) My, uh, My husband tells me all the time. He says, I have a Southern accent. He said, but when I get around my family, like when I go home for that, he says, I, it, it comes out so thick. And the more I'm around them, the more my Southern accent, the drawl and everything just comes out. So yeah, I can imagine. Next, totally yep, next level. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Natalie, <laughs> how do you relax? What, what does your self-care look like? Well, I, have a, I have a lot of different things, I, and I am a big believer <clears throat> in self-care, and, I, and it has to be every day, even if it's 10 minutes, whatever it is for you to relax. And I, I do the, the basics, yeah. which, you know, maybe a lot of people don't even get to do, but I'll give myself a manicure, a pedicure. I don't get them. I give them to myself. Mm-hmm. I, I like to do that for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... I do facials and I, I steam my, my face and like those kind of things yeah. like I, I'm very much into. And I, I yeah. like to meditate mm-hmm. and I, I'll do Reiki on myself, surround myself with uh, gemstones. That's, that's that. But my main thing is music mm. and I've gotten back into piano and I've been, I, I treat it. I never treat my Denise. I never treat myself. I'm always like, I don't need it. I don't need it. Yeah. I don't need it. I got to pay my electric bill. I don't need it. Yeah. But I recently, I used to play the piano and, you know, life got in the way. And Mm -hmm. I recently said, you know what? I'm going to take lessons. This is for myself. And because I spend the money on the lessons, Mm -hmm. I make sure I practice every day. Yeah. And it is so nice. Yeah. It's been so nice to reconnect with the music and the keys mm-hmm. and just, I'm learning new theory. And I think self-care is also a, a keeping your mind sharp. Also. Absolutely. You know, it's Absolutely. not just about giving yourself a, a clay mask. It's for me, it's about keeping my mind sharp and positive because mm-hmm. it's so easy to get into that that spot, that That's darker right. spot. It's That's it's because right. there's a lot of things in life, especially but, lately, especially in the last two or three years. Amen. Yep. <clears throat> yep. And it, there's, there's a lot of things that could bring you down, mm-hmm. but there's also so many things that can bring you up mm-hmm. if you do them. Yeah. And 
play my piano. I, like I said, I still, my clarinet's right next to it. I'm a marching band for life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a marching band nerd for life. And, um, and I, and I, I play, I, that's really what, um, I, I don't have any children. So I, you know, my, my husband will do his thing. I'll, and I'll be like, Oh, you're going to do that. Okay, great. I'm going to play the piano. Yeah. And that's, that's our time. I love it. And it is so hard. I, I've been doing for others for so long that even when I'm making simple decisions, I make the decisions surrounding what other people want as opposed to, you know, as opposed to what I want. And my husband, you know, Mr. B is constantly reminding me, like he'll ask me a question, like, um, you know, something as simple as where you want to go eat and, you know, and I'll say, well, you know, wherever you want to go, or I'll say, well, the grandchildren like such and such. And he said, but I didn't ask them. What about you? I asked you, what do you want to eat? And you know, I literally have to purposely stop intentionally and think of, think about what I want. You know, put yourself what, first. I have to put myself first, and that has been so hard for me. So I understand I that totally, totally. This has been so good, Natalie. Thank you so much for coming on this. Thank podcast. you. I feel um, I know it was an interview, but it felt like two old friends talking. You know, especially in the beginning before we turned the recording button on. So. Thank you so much for um, for doing this for me. I really, really, truly appreciate it. Um, so this part of, of the segment, we do a few questions from previous podcast episodes. And so one of them I wanted you to answer was um, from season one, and it was episode four. And it's actually probably in our top five of um, of our listeners. And it was called Broke But Not Broken. I listened. <clears throat> oh. And it was, you know, about me and my husband and the, the things we went through, you know, being homeless and so many things that we went through and we were just completely broke. But our spirit, we tried to keep our spirits up and and not be broken, especially, you know, we had our kids and we wanted to make sure that we could muddle through whatever it was. We lived in our car and that was as broke as you can get, you know, but we yeah. kept our spirits. And I wanted to ask you, has there ever been a moment in your life? And I know just recently you lost your mom and, you know, we talked about that and you feel like you're just so broke, but your spirit says, no, Natalie, you're not broken yet. So how have, you know, have you ever felt that and how have you overcome not being broken? Well, I'm not so sure I have overcome it. Yeah. But I do it all the time. huh? Yeah. Every Mm -hmm. day is a challenge and you, I just. I have a good outlook on life. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fortunate enough to to have that, and uh, I like to try to find the humor in mm-hmm. things when things yeah. get rough. Yeah. But I just, I guess, I just have hope. Yeah, I, I hope it. for the best. I just, it, it can't be as bad as I think it is. Mm-hmm. It can't, and I, and I, I know that in the world that we're in, with all the politics mm-hmm. and who's left and who's right. And mm-hmm. it's just, it doesn't matter. None mm-hmm. of that matters. If you can't be a kind human being. Mm-hmm. None then, of it matters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. None of it matters. And I know all the things they show on TV. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I think there's more good than I bad. Agree. I agree. I really do. I and agree. It, 
And there's times where I'm just at the supermarket, you know, and I don't know the person and they just, they can be kind and they let you through or that, you know what I mean? I do. I do. You just come into these little human contexts that give you, oh, there are good people left. It doesn't matter what gender, what color, like none of that matters. Mm -hmm. Just be a decent human being. It's, it's basic kindergarten things, uh, rules that I like to follow. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Totally agree. Thank it, you. It, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and, and allow, also allow yourself to have that cry. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Allow yourself to feel mm-hmm. a little broken here mm-hmm. and there mm-hmm. because that's what's going to make you grow. Mm-hmm. Allow yourself to break. Yes. Allow yourself to cry because it is in that brokenness that you can determine your next journey, your next move. But if you don't allow yourself that, you know, um, we did a podcast about, you know, if people call you a strong woman, if that's really a compliment, you know, because strong people, people don't help. You know what I mean? So, you know, you have to allow yourself to, to have that moment where, hey, hello, I'm not strong in this situation. I need some help. I need someone to talk to, you know, yeah. so totally get and it. I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Yeah. Me too, I can, girl. I can talk to the girl at the, the register at, mm-hmm. at the supermarket. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm very open yeah. and, uh, and I, I'm, I'm happy with myself that I'm able to say, you know what? I'm sad today. Yeah. I just need to have a few mm-hmm. tissues and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be okay. I'll be yeah. okay though. I've said that to Mr. B. He's like, what's going on? It's like, Mr. B, I am so emotional today and I'm <laughs> so sad and I'm at the brink of depression, but I'm yeah. working through it. Just yep. let me work through it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. but couple, you know, it, it, it might, don't, don't hurt either. Those <laughs> always help me a little bit. A yeah. little bit of ice cream helps too. I'm not going to lie. Gets me <laughs> through a lot sometimes. Always. Um, so from season one, episode nine, and we're actually going to rerun that here this month because of the holidays. It's called Holiday Bells or Holiday Hails. And, <laughs> you know, when the holidays come, everything happens. You never know. You get all these personalities in one room. You never know what's going to happen. So uh, during your holidays and your tradition, do you, uh, you know, experience holiday hails or holiday bells or a little bit of both? I guess a little bit of both, but I kind of started, uh, once I got married, I, st- I've been married six years. Mm-hmm. And once I got married, I kind of started our own tradition ah. and I keep the holidays, just my husband and I, mm. because it's, you know, I share my days with everybody every day yeah. because I just have a big heart and I share everything. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and on the holidays, it's a day off, right? Yeah. So I like to just keep that my husband and I, mm-hmm. and we'll watch movies, we'll cook together. And I, because the holidays are hard for me, I, I usually miss the people that aren't with me anymore, yeah. have yeah. moved on. So it, yeah. it's hard for me. Mm-hmm. And being with my husband, is non-judgmental and mm-hmm. he loves me for me. Mm-hmm. And if I need to cry on Christmas or if I want to laugh, I can do that with him. So that's how I, I've 
done the holidays for the past few years. I but love what that. I do is we get together with family the week before, mm-hmm. the week after. Yeah. You know, and I do it in small groups. Mm-hmm. I do it in small groups because mm-hmm. I I find that when I, we're in big groups, I don't, I like, I don't see family all the time. And when we have these big groups, I don't get to talk to everybody one-on-one. Yeah. yeah. So I'll do my visits in small groups. You know, I, that that's what happened here recently. I just had a birthday and normally all the kids, everyone come to the house and, you know, and sometimes it's hit or miss. It's sometimes right. good. Sometimes they're happy, kind of, happy, you know, happy birthday. <laughs> Yeah. But this birthday, I did it in small batches. I spent, you know, one day with my daughter and her family. I spent another day with my son and my grandchildren. I spent another day with my other daughter and her family. And it was so nice. nice There wasn't a lot of personalities competing. It was so nice. I actually really loved it. And I told my husband, I'm like, "Mm, this may be the way we do it from now on. One, you have quality time. Yes. Two, the celebration is more than just one day. Now you have three days of birthday. (laughs) Yes. And I actually had so much fun. Like with one daughter, we played games. And another daughter, we went out to the restaurant. And we played games at the restaurant. And we just had such a good time. And I actually got to spend time with that daughter. And I actually got to spend time with the other daughter instead of trying to split my time, like usually if they're all here and it's my birthday, I'm wore out trying to right. please everyone, you know. Right. You're yeah. Yep. Yeah. How great is and you know what? Not only was it great for you, but I guarantee you they enjoyed it even more as well. Yeah. I love it. Love it. Love it. The last one was season four. Um, just this new season, and it was episode fifty-six, giving yourself grace daily. I love that one too. Yeah. How do you give yourself grace? Like, like what, what is it that you do to help you not be so hard on yourself or even just past things, things that kind of haunt you and messes with your head when you're trying to sleep? How do you give yourself grace? I mean, we've, I hate to reiterate myself, but I let myself cry. Yeah. I just, if I get upset about something, I don't hold it in. I let, even if it's a two minute cry mm-hmm. and then for whatever reason I have clarity and I'm like, yeah. okay, I, all right. I overreacted. Mm-hmm. I'm good now. That's what okay. we're going to call it, Natalie, a clarity cry. Yeah. And, that, and that's <laughs> because I'm whole, when I hold it in, like, and it's just this release of tears. I'm a, I'm the biggest cry baby. Forget about yeah, me too. <laughs> if me too. Dolphin, the, oh. the commercial, I'm crying for the dolphin. I'm a, it's, it's tough being an empath. And but, the older, the older I get, the more I'm always crying. It's yeah. crazy. Yes. And it's, it's sometimes crazy. it's happy tears, mm-hmm. but I, I, I really just let myself feel whatever I got to feel. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to fight it. It's just, it's it, fighting. It doesn't get me anywhere. It's just yeah. bottled it up and you cry two minutes. You're good. All right. Now, now we can go to the store. Where are we going? <laughs> Let's get it. Let's go. Oh, good. Good. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now, you know that we are coffee lovers. Like the whole time we've been sitting here talking, you've seen me drinking my coffee. Um, we love coffee. I uh, hope one day that that's another part of our brand that we can branch out on and just coffee has just been a part of our 
you know, sit down communication time. Do you drink coffee? And if so, what's your favorite go-to coffee? Okay. Here is my coffee story. (laughs) Coffee story. Coffee, your coffee story. So I hope this is a judge-free zone. (laughs) Absolutely. This is a safe space. (laughs) Safe space. Safe space. I don't drink coffee until recently. Except for that. Except for that. (laughs) Okay. But here's how I got into drink. I never, I'm 44 years old. And in 44 years, I did not drink coffee Mm -hmm. until a few months ago. Really? Yep. My husband loves coffee. He has the grinder. He grinds beans every morning. He's a pinkies up. He's kind of snooty about his coffee. Okay. He's like a little snooty. And that's us coffee drinkers. That's what happens. And my mom moved in with us and my mom loved coffee. Mm -hmm. And my husband and my mother were close Mm -hmm. and they would drink coffee. He would come home from work. And he would make coffee for the two of them after dinner and they would have coffee and weeks and weeks would go by and it was nice. And I was like, you know what? (laughs) You two have your own private group that I'm not in. I want part of this. You got to drink coffee. I'm like, fine. (laughs) Then I'll drink. I'll do it. I'll do what I got to do because I'm feeling left out with this elitist coffee group. Okay. Yes, girl. We, we're tough. We're tough. Yeah. So I started drinking the coffee, but I'm not going to lie. Um, I drink the froth off of the, I'm more of a froth kind of, and I do have to put like a, a, a caramel cream in it. My husband just drinks it black. That's it. Yeah, my husband too. My husband too. Hardcore, do you want more? But I'm a little frilly with it. And I... I'm a tea drinker. Mm-hmm. But I am only now getting into and respecting mm-hmm. the bean. You but sound it, like another another um, interviewee we had. He said that he has to pimp out his coffee, like it. All the bells and whistles. I do, and it's like it's ridiculous. My husband's like, "You're losing the whole point <laughs> of the coffee." I'm like, "Listen, I just started this group. I just joined. Let me get my way into it." Like wean your way in. Like I I can use creamer, but usually me, I love the coffee and I use organic, like an organic brown sugar or organic cane sugar. Mm -hmm. And that's about it. That's all I I want. I like the flavored coffee. I don't particularly want the flavored dairy in it. You know, not saying that I won't use it, but I'd rather have the flavored coffee and just use the sugar in it. But my husband, he's straight, straight black coffee, straight black. Yeah. And the stronger, the better. Like he drinks a coffee from Dunkin' Donuts that's called Midnight. Wow. That's just how dark it is. And and there is a gas station um, probably about a mile or two miles down the road from us. And they have a coffee called Nitro. What? Yes. And he loves this coffee, girl. And his new favorite coffee right now. We actually have been talking with them on social media. So funny how we podcasters, but we talk to a lot of coffee roasters, you know, on social media. And the name of their brand is Death Wish. Oh my gosh, Natalie. It's good. Is it strong? It is strong, but it's good. 
it's good because you know some strong coffees are just strong they don't have any flavor to them and not yeah. to say flavor but just no um body to it but their coffee is it's really good but it is strong it is strong so um but I, ease your way in ease your way in my way in i do have i sometimes i Okay, I get vertigo. Okay, <laughs> and with the vertigo, I get migraines, mm -hmm. and I don't like to take medicine, so I'll have a an espresso. Yeah, let me oh, tell yeah. you that we'll double espresso. <laughs> I'll take a double espresso, and I drink it like a milkshake because mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't respect it yet the way you do, and you sip it slowly. I'm like, I just drink the whole thing because I'm new to this group. <laughs> And like my whole body, my migraine's gone, but talking a mile a minute and I can run a marathon. And you, and you looking for every, and anyone to talk to at this very moment. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I gotta back to the patients. Mm -hmm. I need to slow things, slow my roll a little just, bit. Just ease your way in girl. Just yeah. ease your way in. But oh. I'm happy to be part of this coffee crew. It's, thank it's. You. Uh, Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh, Natalie, this has been so good. So good. So good. So good. Thank you. Tell me, tell everyone where um, they can find you at your business email, your social, e uh, social email. I mean, social media, your contact, let everyone know where they can find you, where they can get some jewelry and you, you have a sale going on right now. So talk about that too. Sure. So it's njpproductions.com. I do have my own website. Mm -hmm. I'm not on Etsy. Mm -hmm. um, I chose to have my own website because I could just show a little bit more of my individuality. Mm -hmm. And um, so njpproductions.com, I currently have a 20% off discount mm -hmm. going until uh, January 1st. Mm -hmm. So it's over a month and a half of this discount. Yes. Um because why wait to Black Friday? You yeah, know, we're all, we're, all, we're all struggling. We all got to get things done. And absolutely. let's just do it, right? We're in this absolutely. together. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm also on Instagram at NJP Productions. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty, uh, I'm on Instagram weekly. Mm -hmm. Weekly, I, I'll post some things. I have a Facebook account, but I don't really use it that much. So really the Instagram and the website. And if you DM me on my Instagram, I get back to you instantly. I really do. And because I, I take, I get a lot. I have my website with so many things on it, but I can't tell you how many custom pieces I get. Right. All you have to do is DM me if you have something, something in mind yeah. and I'll be happy to work with you with whatever your vision is. I have something in mind. So definitely going to be talking to you about. That. Oh, I'm happy about that. That'd be, I'd love to create something for you. That'd be really nice. Thanks. I had a, I had such a wonderful time. I needed this. It was like a therapy session. Yeah. <laughs> Girl. Thank you. You know, you're not the you're not the first person to tell me that. <laughs> this was amazing. I'll definitely have a cup of coffee now. Unless is it too late? It's not too late. It's right? never too late for coffee. See, you're learning. Okay. You're learning. I'm learning. It's never too late for coffee. And if you're worried about the jitters, just do a decaf. I'll okay. get you a coffee. And a little milk. Yeah. A little lecture. Yeah, you know, hey, you you get there. Oh, Natalie, thank you so much. Do you have any parting words or Words of advice for, for everyone before we we shut this down and wrap it all up. Uh, I always just say be kind. You don't know what 
other people are going through. You have no idea. Even when they're on the road cutting you off, you don't know. You don't know what they came from. You don't know what they're going to. Just forgive and and be kind because life is short. And be kind to yourself. You know what? Yes. Be kind to yourself because yeah. if you if you tend to to be kind to yourself, you, it kind of um, it oozes out. You know what I mean? So um, I, I tend to feel like people who self sabotage themselves or don't think of themselves in kindness, you can see it oozing out of them that energy. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, I've had to learn over the years to be kind to myself first. You yeah. know, and, and it's been a journey. It's been a journey. I was a terrible 20 in my 20. I was terrible. I was terrible. I, I just didn't care about me as much as I should have. So um, this is this whole grace journey for me has been 40 years of really learning how to love myself. And this has nothing to do with finances or material things or buying anything like literally just loving who I am and the skin that I'm in. You know what I mean? How nice is it that you can say that, you know, and how nice is it that you can acknowledge where you were Mm -hmm. and you've grown, you know, not, not everybody grows like that. Yeah. No, but you put the work in, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and your family, your friends, me, who we've only just met, I can feel it and yourself. You give it to yourself. So it's, it's a wonderful thing. It really, really is, really. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. You've heard where you can reach out to Natalie and JP Productions. Thank you again, Elsie and Aaron, for recommending this beautiful spirit. I've had so much fun on this and I've learned so much. And, you know, I had some questions laid out, but organically we went other routes and I love that so much. And, you know, thank you for being a part. Again, my heart goes out to you. We, what we shared prior to the recording, um, I'm just a DM away and remember I've been there. So please feel free um, to reach out and we're going to make that trip to to New York to have lunch because I, I just feel like um, this is needed. So thank you. Thank you everyone for listening in again. Mr. B is, is not with me right now. He is doing sidekick shit. So, um, you know, shout out to him and send him some love on IG. Don't forget to um, check us out at www www.diverselove.com where we'll have our, our merch is there. My children's book is there. My new ebook, Give Yourself Grace Daily is there. Please check it out. Buy it for yourself. Buy it for friends and then work the guide together and have courageous conversations around it. Um, you can leave us messages on Anchor. You can reach us at hello at diverselove.com or you can reach us at truth and coffee time podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for allowing me and Miss Natalie to come into your world and your room and your living room and your car or wherever you're getting your podcast fix as we share our truth over coffee. Thank you, friends, for hanging with us. We got you. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And also, please follow us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter. Our social platform is at Diverse Love. That's D-I-V-E-R-S-E-L-U-V. And don't forget, you can listen to our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast fixed. Thank you, friends. We love y'all for real. 
Okay, me, take us out. It's Truth and Coffee time. Help me not think about all my lows. Think of who you are sometimes. Girl, you always on my mind. Looking like it's Truth and Coffee time. Tell me what you really want to know.